Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. I, uh, I missed y'all too last week. I was going through it. I was going through it. I was being a little bit of a baby, but I'll explain all that. I'll explain all that. So 
last week, last Sunday, uh, was our, obviously it was our championship game and we did not win. We did not win. We lost in overtime. And if I can tell you that I have never felt so broken for a number of reasons, it really had nothing to do with the game. It was just the whole situation of everything transpiring. Um, but that's, that's, it's a, it's a door closing because I'm, I'm moving on from here and I'm, and I'm going to talk about that actually in this segment. Um, but yeah, last week I was hurt. I was hurt. So after the game, you know, we, uh, we had one last little hurrah with the guys and I was out super late cause I wasn't gonna, you know, go to sleep early and do all those things because that was my last time hanging out with my players, right? Because I knew I was leaving. Um, so that's why, kind of why I wasn't here amongst being heartbroken and seeing a championship in your hand. And then it's just taken away so quick. It's just a lot of things, man. You know, you, you wait two years to play ball because of the pandemic. And then you get to the championship and pop, overtime loss. So that's what happened. The whole city was there. We hosted it. And it was like feeling the weight and the sadness of the whole city when we lost. So it was, it was crazy, but, but, but that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about dreams and I don't mean dreams as in your goals, right? I'm going to get to that part. I want to talk about dreams as in what you might've dreamt last night. If you, if you dream a lot, now some people say they don't dream. Some people don't dream, but if you do dream, at least a couple times a week. Flash your mic for me. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. So I happen to dream almost every single night, right? And some dreams are just wild and bizarre. And some dreams are, I believe it's God speaking to me. Okay. So in 2016, all right, 2016, I had this dream that I was back up here coaching for this team, doing exactly what I'm doing in 2016. Now at that time, I was at the University of Tennessee. I was in my fourth year or my third year, sorry. I was in my third year. Everything was just fine. I had no inclination of leaving. I was great. So I'm like, why is this happening? Like, what is, what is this dream? And the dream was so, it was so vivid, so detailed that I wrote it down. I wrote it down. Okay. And there was a specific player in that dream that I had ne I'd never seen this guy in my life, never seen him in my life. Well, lo and behold, two years later, I end up up here in Canada coaching for this team again. And that exact situation, that exact scene from my dream happened. After practice, I was walking to lunch and this player that I had never seen in my life, except in my dream, was walking up out of the tunnel from the parking lot and he was complaining about his back. That's what happened in my dream. And then that exact same thing happened in training camp. And I stood there when it happened, it hit me immediately. It was not deja vu. It was... <laughs> 
it was something else. It hit me immediately. And I stood there for at least 15 minutes just with just standing there. Just like, what, what just happened? And then when I got back to my house, I went and looked in my notebook. And that is exactly what I wrote now. It was bizarre. It was bizarre. And the funny thing is when that player checks in, when all the players arrive, I kept asking to myself, where, where do I know you from? Because usually we cross paths somewhere or we know someone who knows someone or whatever. And we could not come to any agreement that we had crossed paths and that we knew each other. But we crossed paths in my dream. Crazy, right? So I wrote that down. So a little while before that, one of my pastors told me, she said, God's going to start revealing things to you. He's going to pull back the curtain a little bit and show you where you're going. So that's why I started writing down my dreams, okay? So that's dreams. That's literal dreams. God will speak to you through dreams, through people, through his word, through signs, through all kinds of things, right? So God often speaks to me through dreams, all right? So after that, in 20, we're going back to 2016. So now in 2017, I made a vision board, okay? And on my vision board, it was the goals that I wanted, right? I typed them into Google, printed the, pr printed the picture off, slapped it on the board, and I made two of them though. I made one for my office at work and I made one for at home. So I would always see it, okay? And I put the dates that I wanted to accomplish these things, you know? So this was, most of these things on this vision board were five-year goals, okay? This was in 2017. So on, on this vision board, I put this school that I wanted to work at because there was this coach there who was known as the godfather of strength and conditioning. So if I was going to be a strength coach, I wanted to work with the best-known person, Right? So I wanted to hey listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, Five Simple Steps to an Extraordinary Morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorning5.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day work with this guy so I put that school on the vision board now I didn't I didn't start applying or anything I didn't reach out to him right because everything was cool with me at Tennessee I was good I just knew somewhere along my career I wanted to be trained by this guy because that's most of the best college strength coaches were trained by this guy okay so I put him up there and I put December 31st 2022 that, that was what I put okay now, there was a bunch of other things on the vision board, and I, and I started to accomplish those things. And once I accomplished them, I'd draw a big X through with a black marker, and then I would put another goal and place it over top, right? So before I knew it, I was just knocking things off, knocking things off. Some of the things were in my control. I could actually put forth effort to go get these things. And other things, I just had to have faith and know that if it was God's plan for me to get there, I'd get there, right? So, lo and behold, 2018 comes. I'm gone from Tennessee back up here, okay? Four years comes through here in a flash. The time has went very fast. Now, on November 30th this year, okay, I'm talking a couple weeks ago, 
November 30th, that school, and here's the funny thing, that school that I put on my vision board, that was the last game that we played at Tennessee. That was the last game we played against that school. That was our very last game. That was the last team I played against as a coach at Tennessee. So this year on November 30th, my coach, I actually spoke about him year, uh, not years ago, but weeks ago, Brian Kelly, okay? He was at Notre Dame. He gets hired at this school, okay? They fired their coach and they hired Brian Kelly for $100 million, literally. <laughs> and as soon as that happened, I said, God, if you want me there, take me there. That's all I said. Two days later, I get a phone call, okay, from my teammate from college. Now, my teammate from college has been with Brian Kelly ever since then as a coach. As soon as he graduated, he started coaching, right? And he says, hey, man, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if Brian's going to bring me with him, but if he does, I'm calling you. I said, all right, bro, cool. Two days after that, he calls me, okay? And I said, he asked me, he said, do you want to come? I didn't even say yes. My soul said yes. You know, when you make some decisions and some things that you just know are right, you don't even have to think about it. See, most of the time I would pray about these things. I would say, well, let me pray about it. Give me 24 hours, this, that, and the other. No, I didn't need to do that. I didn't need to do that because that plan was laid out a long time ago, okay? My soul said yes. That came from deep within me. That was where God wanted me to go. So anyways, he says, well, what's it going to take to get you down there? I said, look, man, I'm going to need the ability to come back to Canada anytime that I want to, to see my daughter, first and foremost, okay? So you need to pay me accordingly to that period. Like the job is going to be great. I already know that the job is going to be great, but you need to pay me according to that. I need to be able to get up and go when I want to. So he said, well, how much is that going to take? So I named my price. He comes back to me a week later and he gives me a, a lot more than that. Okay. Because this school is, it's next to the NFL, right? L LSU is the school. It's, it's next to the NFL. Right. They call it NFL SU. Right. It's right up there with Alabama, right up there with Georgia. This job is a top three job in the country. Right. Now, I put this on my vision board in 2017 and I said I wanted to be there by December 2022, which is next year. OK, so this is this is I'm not saying this to tell you all about my great. I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you this because if you don't have a vision board, if you haven't written down your goals, if you don't write down your dreams, how do you trace God? How do you trace what he's doing in your life? How do you stay faithful in times when it's hard, right? This is why I'm telling you that. It's not about me and my new, it's not about that. It's about my encouragement to someone in here who's having a hard time. It's my encouragement to someone in who here who's going through a dark time and they can't really see what's going on. But if you look back at your dreams, at your goals, if you look back at what God's done for you, it'll give you hope in times to come. Now,
Okay, now, the other thing to this, and, and this, is, this is the funny part, was my contract here, it ends on December 31st. So I'm still employed by this team, the Ticats, okay? I'm still employed. And my new contract starts on January 1st. Now, when I sat down and talked with, with our team CEO about this, you know, he said, he said to me, and this is the thing, I never, I never realized, I never realized what I was doing and how I was doing it, okay? Because I, I literally thought I had the greatest job in the world. I really did. I didn't think that I could go anywhere better than this at this time. I wasn't looking. I was just focused right here, right now, and understanding that this is, this is the best that I can do for myself right now. And when it's time for me to move on, God will open that door, right? Which has happened, which has happened. And what he said to me, it struck me. He said, he said, I knew you were going to leave at some point from the day you walked in here. And I'm like, that's weird because I wasn't looking to leave. And he says, every day that you were here, I knew we were living on borrowed time with you. <laughs> and then he says, if you ever want to come back up here, the door is always going to be wide open. It's always going to be wide open. And I jokingly, I jokingly said, well, will your wallet be wide open too? <laughs> it was just a joke, but he laughed. And it was a bittersweet moment because uh, he, he's been in my life since 2009, right? He's been our, our CEO since 2009. It's been a long time, a long journey with him. But here's another thing. Here's another thing about the dreams and the goals, okay? When you put a vision board up, all right, and some people think it's corny, but I'm telling you it's not, okay? Like I even have, have a digital vision board that I keep on my phone and I can pull it out and scroll through all my slides in like three minutes, okay? Now I got that from, some of you have probably seen the movie The Secret, right? With Bob Proctor, John Aceroff. So when he, when he was talking about his vision board, John Aceroff, he said, he made a vision board about a house that he wanted to be in and all these things. And then he said years later, he was moving some boxes in his basement and he stumbled across the vision board. I think his son did. And he realized he was in that house. He was in that house that he had put down. Well, I myself also, I just moved into this house in May that I'm in right now. And my vision board and all that stuff was in the, in the basement. And I was having a conversation with one of my friends this past week, and she said something about her goals. And it just, it triggered something in my mind. And I ran downstairs and I grabbed the vision board and I looked at it and I said, oh my God, this is happening. It's happening a whole year before I wrote it down, right? That's the crazy part. But here's the focus. You put the vision up. The Bible says, write the vision, make it plain, right? But it doesn't say keep staring at it. You got to go to work. You write the vision. You put up what you want to do, but you don't stare. Our coach used to say, we're going to set an end goal, but we're not going to end watch. You set an end goal, but you don't end watch. Because if you end watch, then you don't take care of the process in between, right? So you put your vision up. 
you write your goals, but then you work on the process in between. And oftentimes, God will move you faster than what you put down. And when I look at my vision board, which is right in front of me, everything on that board I had I have accomplished before the, the date, before the deadline date that I put there. Everything, everything that I have accomplished already, it has happened before the deadline date. All right. So there's two things I just want to leave with you, and then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit. There's two things I want to leave with you. Number one, if you're having some dreams and you feel in your spirit or your soul that they mean something, either write them down or voice record them. I also voice record them, and I'm going to tell you about another dream, two more dreams in a second that I had that really was confirmation that I was, that I was to take this job at LSU. So write those dreams down. And number two, if you have a vision, if you have goals, you don't even have to have 30. You can have five goals. It's so simple. Take the time to go on Google. I'm li- like, this might sound so elementary and so kindergarten, but listen, it works. Take the time, go on Google, type in what you want, print the picture off and put it on a board and see it. See it every day. See it every day. I'm going to tell you two more dreams that I wrote down. And these, these are really the confirmations that God let me know that I was to go to this school. So in 2020, okay, this is, I'm talking last year. In 2020, on April 6th, I had a dream that I was on a college campus in a purple hotel. And someone came and picked me up in a purple car. That's all the dream was. It was a flash. I didn't know what it meant, but I was so curious that I voice recorded it. Lo and behold, here comes LSU. What are their colors? Purple and gold. I get a call last week from the travel agent. They're going to put me up in a hotel for 14 days. Now, I don't, I'm not saying that hotel is purple, but if it is, I'm going to lose my mind, okay? Because that's how accurate these things are. Here's the Here's the second dream. Here's the second dream. Now, this dream is really what told me. So before I got the call this week, this was after he got hired. But before I got the call, I had another dream that I was in a car with with someone that I knew. Don't even know who it was, but I just in my dream, I knew him. Right. And he says, tell me what you see when we go past this building. So he drives up real slow past this building. Okay. And there is a graveyard. And behind the graveyard, there is a giant white tiger in a wooden cage. And it's about as big as a school bus. Like the tiger is gigantic. And it's white. And it's in a wooden cage. And he says, do you see it? And then as soon as I start talking, he backs up. Then I couldn't see it anymore. This was before I got the call. If you don't know anything about LSU, their mascot is a tiger, right? I wrote that dream down, didn't know what it meant, but now I know, right? So that's my encouragement to you again. Write your dreams down. Write your goals down. Put them on a vision board. I could not plan out how this thing happened, right? I knew where I wanted to be in 2017. I knew where I wanted to be. I wanted to be at LSU. 
But could I plan out, okay, hmm, in 2021, uh, they're going to fire their coach. I'm going to get a call, and then I'm going to go. I can't plan that. I can't plan that out, okay? And the person that I wanted to work with, we're actually replacing him. He's gone. He was let go with the staff. Same thing that happened to me at Tennessee, that just happened to him. So I'm not even going to be working with the guy that I aspired to be like. I'm going to be in his shoes. Actually, I'm not going to be in his shoes. I'm going to be in my shoes. He's taking his shoes with him, right? No disrespect to him, but it's my time to do what God put me there to do, right? And here's the other crazy thing. I haven't seen Brian Kelly in 15 years, okay? He coached me last time I saw him was in 2006, and I was giving him a hug but he, because he was leaving to go to the next school to coach at. He calls me, and he wants me to be along with strength and conditioning coach. This is where God really solidified it, too. He wants me to be along with strength and conditioning coach. He, want, he wants me to lead the fellowship of the players. He wants me to lead the Bible study and do all that stuff. Usually schools have their own team chaplain. Why are you asking a strength coach to do that? right because god cut this thing to fit me right i'm not bragging i'm just telling you when you write down goals you know the bible says in proverbs i think it's ugh, i want to say three six it says commit your works to the lord and he'll give you the desires of your heart these are things that i always wanted to do i wanted to be a strength and conditioning coach and lead the fellowship i was doing that at tennessee but it wasn't my role it was just something that i did now it's actually being cut into my role and I'm being paid for it, which is even greater, right? So if you want God to give you certain desires of your heart, commit your works to him. And I'm telling you, they'll actually turn out better than you even thought. Now, I didn't write none of this down today. I'm really just speaking from the heart. I'm telling a testimony, right? Because I know this is going to encourage someone, right? It's not about me. It's not about a new job. It's not about money. It's not about any of that stuff. It's about encouragement. It's about a testimony. And I'm telling you, when you commit your works to the Lord, he'll give you the desires of your heart. But here's the thing. You commit your works, right? You have to put forth some effort in those works. You can't keep looking up, wondering when it's going to happen, right? David was out there with the sheep for a long time before he got to the palace. But he was defending them sheep against lions, tigers, and bears. He was out there for a while. David might have thought he was too good for that, you think? Absolutely not. He was so humble. He took care of those sheep with his life, right? The things you're doing right now, they might seem, they might seem minuscule to you, but you got to take care of those things with your life because eventually you'll end up in a palace, so to speak, of what you want, but you got to commit those works to the Lord, okay? That's really all I had to say. I don't have anything else to Thank say. You. I really just kind of went on a little tangent, but that's it. Steven, I see you flashing, man. Heck yeah. Well, you know, I mean, I, you know, you live your conviction every day. It's in your words. It's in the way that you, you walk and talk when I see your videos and stuff. I mean, that's, I think that's like the basic, you have certainty in God, right? Like you really have certainty that things are happening for you and not to you, which I think is fantastic. Um, funny you said about dreams. I, I, I have dreams all the time, but I rarely remember them and I don't put much credence to them, but I feel like I need to tell this room a dream that I had. And, uh, so the other night, well, about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, I had a dream. 
I was standing in a room and my wife, as you know, most people here know, my wife left me uh, about 45 days ago and I was dragging my face across the pavement for about 30 days <laughs> and uh, trying to get over it, trying to figure out what happened. And I had this dream. She was walking towards me in a room, crying with her head down and had a knife in her hand. And as she came closer to me, uh, she went to hug me and put the knife slowly into my ribs. And then I put my arms around her and pushed it in even deeper and said, thank you, I love you. And she pulled out, there was no pain and there was no blood. And I had this amazing feeling of love that encompassed me like I've probably never had before. And I was like, what in the heck was that dream? You know. And next thing I know, uh, I'm calling people saying, hey, what do you think, what do you think? And uh, they're like, well, this, that, and the other. And then I said, you know what, I'm just gonna pray, I'm gonna find out what it is. So I prayed and I, I got a direct message that said, she was detaching the ego, my ego connection to her because that's apparently what it was. And that it shows me, it's showing me, God showing me that my body is not my soul and that my, my, my body is an external thing. And that the attachments that I have to the outside world, I don't necessarily have anything to do with the inside world, the soul and the soul is his and the body is mine. So I, I can act as those two. Uh, I can let go of the outward goal because I have the, the outward uh, body because I have the inward soul. I was like, Whoa, what kind of a message is that? I've never gotten a message like, like that before. So, and I gotta, I gotta attribute my connection to God to people in this room, you know, like GI and everybody else, because I just have this connection now that I didn't have before that I've been looking for. So thank you all. And coach, of course, your words every day really, really help. So thank you so much. Wow, man, that, that is amazing. It, it's so amazing how God shows you things that we don't understand at the time, right? It says in the Bible, it says, <clears throat> it says, uh, there's a scripture that says, open my eyes to see the wondrous things from your law. And, you know, at, at certain times, I, I pray that thing all the time when I don't understand something. I said, Lord, just open my eyes. Help me see. Help me see. Man, that went fast. It's 532. I got to pass the mic over to Darian. But I'll tell you this. I'm in by saying this. I can't tell you how excited I am to come home. Okay. I haven't crossed the border in two years. Haven't been back to the States in two years. I get to see my family again, all these things, but I'm so excited to come back home because now it's a lot easier for me to see all of you, right? So if you want to come down to Baton Rouge, you got to let me know. And when I get some time to move around, trust me, I, I, I'm going to get around to see a lot of you in this room because I've been missing out. I've been seeing people meeting up and all this stuff. And I'm over here in Canada and as I cross, I got to go through London. I think, I don't know if Justin's still in the room, but I got to go through London. So I'm going to try to stop and see Justin, but man, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to come home. I'm happy to be back on us soil and just start to make my way around and see my people. So that's it for me. That's, that's my segment. Darian. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.